I've got some wine. Oh, um, that reminds me. I was going to share a screenshot of what your ship used to look like in the original. Which which ship? Your asp. <laughs> your asp. See, I, I don't know if I've had enough wine for you to be uh, sending pictures of your asp around. <laughs> Let's take a look at this. Oh, I, that, that's elite two, though. That's not elite. Well, elite lo- one was just wireframe, so I can't. <laughs> I know, but I still look down on that for being, you know, too, you know, advanced. Elite 2 is too graphically advanced for the hardcore. Yes, it is not for the purest. I'm I'm clearly pure. Oh, it was in the original. What was in the original? Yes. Of course it was. I remember blowing the crap out of them. That's right. I used to blow the crap out of your asp. There is the actual insert that came in the manual to help you identify the ships. Oh. C64 wiki. Oh my god, you see, again, I played on the BBC because I was hardcore. What made it particularly fun on the C64 is if you were really close to a station and docking, you'd see the line of the door. You could only see one line. It was like, one side of this line is the doorway, and the other side is solid wall. And they are both coloured black. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, so but... it's like, I'm either flying into the door or to my death. <laughs> either way, it should be a hell of a good time. <laughs> either way, uh, somebody gets paid. Should we possibly yes, do yes. the intros and actually start the podcast while we're talking? Oh, more starting. It doesn't really matter. Are you recording this? Uh, yes, 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 I'm recording. There you go. It doesn't matter about order or anything like that. Yes. To you, it doesn't matter. It's easier for me in the editing. Now let's do the end. <laughs> Right, so thanks for listening, and uh... <laughs> don't forget to follow us on Twitter and <laughs> Book of Face Things, <laughs> the things. All right, um, okay. Now I'm ready. Hello and welcome to Gramerhood, back in the day. Back in the dizzy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a nostalgic look back at a game of some importance to the Gramers, and probably others too. Good, bad, or meh. Back in the day. Back in the dizzy. Uh, strives to be a shorter and a little more upbeat, maybe, than normal Gramerhood episodes, which can, let's face it, be a bit of a moany whinge fest. Uh, they're ruining gaming for all of us. So, <clears throat> on that note, today we talk about a game that's been around as long as I have, and is arguably one of the, if not the, most influential and respected games to ever have to resort to Kickstarter to bring itself back to relevancy. Today, on Back in the Day, we go back in the day to the day (laughs) of Elite and its crowdfunded Resurrection Elite Dangerous. Woo! Dangerous! (laughs)
So, joining me, BPTT, BPT, uh -huh. <laughs> to my left, Alan, he's actually tweetable, at Alan D. Swearbear, so send all your displeasure and disagreements his way, Gibson. Woohoo! Disagreements! <laughs> to my right, Gary, he isn't actually tweetable, so send more to Alan Collins. Uh, actually, in Grimmerhood Episode 2, I referred to you as Cobra 3 crushing Collins, that was probably more apt. <laughs> but, you know. You can't have it with the actual game we're playing. That no, no, sense. no. That makes no sense whatsoever. Now, you guys are very familiar with the original Elite. 1984 was the year it was released. That was the year I was born, so probably why I'm not overly familiar with the game itself. Though its legacy and impact are not lost on me, it was a huge thing and its influences are everywhere and commented on as being everywhere, so I'm aware of it and its impact. However, I never actually played it, so... With that in mind, what made it so special to you guys specifically? Ooh, specifically. Specifically. It's hard to describe. I mean, it was a game that didn't. I mean, you've got to consider when when this was out. I mean, the, the games around there wasn't there was a not a lot of choice. B most of them were incredibly simple. You know, sort yes, of like, that was, that was the default thing people were aimed for as platformers. And. This was a this, this was the first game I can think of. I, I actually think of one other around that time, which sort of was similar but not quite as good, uh, which was Star Force Seven. It, it, it had some of the sandbox elements that Elite has, but nowhere near to the to the extent. Um, and it had a natural story again, unlike Elite, which had no story whatsoever. Um, Elite was kind of a great game for just making up a story in your own mind. Um, you know, using your imagination, which, you know, you kids don't have to worry about anymore because it's all filled in with beautiful graphics. There was actually a story in Elite. There was not. There was, but it was incredibly incredible. Did you ever have the Tribble encounter? Yes, I did have the Tribble. If you got the Tribble, you ended up with a, a, a ship filled with Tribbles. Yes. And I assume they're not going to bring that back because that was back in the day where people... Back in the get dizzy! <laughs> that was back when you could put obscure references to other media and not risk getting sued because lawyers had never heard of video games back when this was made there wasn't really anywhere near the money or the investment in video games as there there is now I mean this was more again uh, a labour of love I mean jeez the complexity of that considering when it was made Well, um, you referred to it as a, um, a sandbox game and really it was before the term sandbox existed and probably the first one I ever played. We're not doing a Star Force 7 because there's no way they're ever going to bring that back. So I just wanted to say, say that. But one Kickstarter later. There you go. You, you do the Kickstarter. Yeah. So somebody start a Kickstarter. But I have to actually Star play Force the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a Kickstarter for a game I've never even heard of until five minutes ago. Yeah, but trust me, it was awesome. Problem solved. Well, yeah, I mean, when it comes to the original Elite, it was, I mean, it was kind of amazing just having the freedom to do what you wanted. Um, was it nine galaxies and about a thousand stars each? Which, bear in mind, this was on the BB's bloody sea in the Commodore 64. That is a huge amount of space. Um, each planet had its own little bit of text, although a lot of it was kind of repetitive. Um, you it had BBC and Commodore 64, but it was ported to virtually every 
computer and console of the time. It even yes. show, it even showed up on the Nintendo Entertainment System. I I also remember a friend of mine at school. He had it on the Amiga, and he was all, "Ooh, I've got it on the Amiga." And I was going, the "Amiga's oh, yeah. got color. They could tell what was wall and what was door." Yeah, no, no challenge, no challenge. <laughs> Took all the mystery out of possibly flying into your death. Well, that, I mean, that was kind of rule number one, wasn't it? Get enough money to buy a docking computer. That yeah, was, that, that, was your, that was your first goal. Survive long enough to be yes. able to afford a docking computer. Once you got a docking computer, everything became easier. <laughs> See, I, 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 I wrote down some notes and things, just, you know, trying to think back on the game. And one of my comments is docking. Oh my god, the docking. Razors! My god, the razors! Ah! <laughs> the the thing was. was, I was playing on the BBC, and you know how you loaded a BBC? It was on a tape. It wasn't even on a disc at that time. It was on a tape. So you would save to tape, and then if you died, you would have to rewind the tape to the right point and then start loading it again. Now... Anybody who's below the age of 30 has no hope of understanding that. Made you really, really paranoid while docking. Uh, <laughs> Is this where you and Gary get the crazy sort of save a game every five seconds mentality? Yes. Whenever that, you're playing any game, you're saving every five seconds. That That's an XCOM. Elite was slash is a space trading and combat simulator, which in and of itself is a very simplistic way to actually look at it. Usually at this point, I will bore the pants off everyone with detailed in-depth factual information on the game and the developer's history, things that I assume the general game fan may not be aware of. All well and good, uh, as long as you didn't want to keep your pants on. Oh, Woohoo! Pants off! Yeah, I just got that awkwardly sexual connotations of boring someone's <laughs> pants off. You're so dull that they dropped their trousers and started fiddling in blissful ignorance, <laughs> unaware, just staring idly into your dead eye. Anyway, in researching and reading up on Elite, I stumbled on something I think is more interesting than how and at what point David Braben and Ian Bell got together and you know made this well-loved title. You see, Elite was written in 1984 and released in 1984. Games moved quite quick then when it was just wireframe I guess. Since Elite came out countless space flight simulators and the like have it to thank for their inspiration and the foundation upon which you know they built bigger and potentially better games but Elite itself seems to have been inspired not by a single title like those that followed it but a generation's hopes dreams and you know aspirations for the future. It's probably difficult for younger people to fully appreciate how space travel and a future that was seen to be out among the stars at one point was the embodiment of hope and pure optimism for mankind. In the in the 70s, the main view of the future, at least as I understand it, in the UK, was one of two things. All-out nuclear apocalypse, mainly thanks to like true science fact TV shows and information programs on the effects and devastation of nuclear attacks on London or major populations, and ah, kids TV of the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and TV and movie science fiction, which all seemed to delight in post-apocalyptic settings. It all fueled, of course, by the actual credible threat at the time that the Cold War touted. So the late 70s and early 80s could be seen as kind of a grim, cold, dread-inducing time. 
And the second view of the future was sort of the the Star Trek promised one united world exploring and colonizing the stars, a, a limitless expansion into a glorious future, fueled by the very real uh, space program. Lest we forget, in stark contrast to the insular and fear-shrouded world of a big red nuke button, the 70s uh, brought US and Russian joint um, Apollo and Soyuz link-up, Skylab was launched, and the, the Voyager probes. Science fiction was sort of becoming fact before people's eyes. We had sent out, as a species, a goodwill and message and gesture out to whatever alien race was out there. And those bastards never got back to us. No, but long-distance calls, you know. In terms of optimism for a Star Trek future, there was probably never a better time to be alive. Progress was the thing. Routine space travel and reusable space shuttles. It was, you know, kind of a, a grand future. So, Elite. Elite plugged directly into this. Uh, a promise of glorious space-faring adventures in a as realistic as possible setup, you know, offering science fact with its fiction, hit a gaming world in, in, in a huge way. A gaming world that consisted of games like Duck Hunt, uh, Tetris and Marble Madness, all games that also came out in 84, by the way. Um, ahead of its time, maybe, inspired, definitely, but very much a game that sort of oozed with a generation's hope and, hopes and dreams, and in a way sort of validated them and confirming that they were going to happen, if you will. And I think, as a grey mother came into this gaming world just a little bit too late for this, that that was Elite's masterstroke, and how and why it resonated so utterly and thoroughly with so many, and why, as we'll probably go on to discuss, Elite Dangerous will and can never reach the same heights. I mean, I might be wrong. After all, I'm very much the outsider looking in. I only have half the story, the Elite Dangerous half. You two, you played both. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, again, I, I jotted some notes down, and I think my first note on uh, the Elite Dangerous kind of hits that point home exactly. Fun, but not a match to the original. The orig- original created a mold. It didn't. It did something nothing else had ever done. Um, this is nice, smooth, polished, but it's not the same. But do you think it loses something, given that right now, in 2015, the space program is dead? <laughs> NASA, NASA decommissioned pretty much all of its shuttles, and we're not really looking at a... Star Trek, if you will, future at least not the way people were in the 80s and, and 70s. But yes, the Elite, the Elite series actually has quite an iffy history because it was falling out of the original developers and this was back when it was a two-man studio, so that was 50% of the staff. <laughs> Something I found out while researching Elite DT, Elite Dangerous, David Braben had to buy back the rights to Elite from professional <laughs> practice automation an IT firm that he sold them to in 2008. Well, nice. I say he bought them back, he actually just bought them out, assets and all, for a little over £5 million, pound, not dollars. Yeah, so there you go. Before they could obviously kickstart it, he had to own it again. Right, well, Elite Dangerous, as I mentioned earlier, was crowdfunded and developed by Frontier Developments, whom were founded by one half of the duo that brought us the original Elite, David Braben. Frontier Developments also developed Frontier Elite 2 in 94, but I'm informed it was crap. They also developed 
believe it or not, Connectimals, if you can bloody believe it, the virtual <laughs> petting zoo game for the Xbox 360 via Connect, and the year afterwards, the Alan Diddley expansion called Connectimals, now with bears. Woohoo! What expansion? Now with bears. <laughs> the Alan I'm Diddley. Glad you qualified that as coming out as Connectimals. <laughs> 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 As far as subtitles go, that's pretty impressive on any game. Now with bears. Elite. <laughs> now with bears. <laughs> well, Elite Dangerous, by the way, is the fourth Elite game. Elite in 84, Frontier Elite 2 in 93, Frontier First Encounters in 95, and finally Elite EDT in 2014. Or Elite Dangerous, depends on you to say in an interview, uh, Braben explained why a game with such a grand heritage had to take so long to resurface in a world of remakes, reboots, and reimaginings, and why they needed to jump on the Kickstarter bandwagon. I'm paraphrasing, but basically, he said publishers had been very cautious, overly so, when approached about making a new Elite game. He said publishers have over-reliance on return of investment, and to judge what the return of investment would be, they needed to look at a similar game that had been released recently to base their projections upon. Otherwise, it's too much of an unknown and a risk. On top of that, uh, the publishers try and keep things safe and they'll want to steer the game in a particular direction. He said, uh, Today we would be steered to make a game with cutscenes, characterization, and uh, protagonist that would appeal to an imagined audience. Oh, That's God, not yeah. the game I want to make. The protagonists were pretty fixed too, like they'd have to have a shepherd like. Yeah. <laughs> White male basic automaton. <laughs> <laughs> the game was technically... Eyebrows that don't focus on sorry, eyes that don't quite focus right and eyebrows that work inconsistently. <laughs> and independent from the face. <laughs> <laughs> the game was technically in development before the Kickstarter happened though. In two thousand eleven at a game developers conference, Braven was asked if Elite Four was still in the drawing board. He said, uh, yes, it would be a tragedy for it not to be. He said the game that was having difficulty attracting sufficient funding, as I mentioned earlier, Frontier had been working on the game in the background uh, as a background activity with its other projects being prioritised above it. You know, like Connectimals, now with bears. Right. <laughs> After an alpha version was released exclusively, to some of its Kickstarter backers in December 2013, a beta was released in 2014, and backers' exclusive pre-release three weeks early. The game was released on the 16th of December 2014 to generally positive reviews. Yeah. Uh, we would, of course, be amiss if we did not mention Star Citizen, but really that's a topic for another episode, probably when it actually comes out, you know, if it ever comes out. <laughs> in 2025... I, I I bought that game like a year and a half ago. Didn't you buy that game before you knew Elite Dangerous was a thing? Yes. Yeah, if I'd known Elite Dangerous was going to be a thing, I probably would never have bought it. Well, here you go. But I think what would stop me buying Star Citizen is, did you see the sales for the transporters? No. No. Well, um, you know, there's like three transport ships in Elite Dangerous. Yes. The type 7, 8, and 9. There's an equivalent in Star Citizen, and they've literally all gone on sale, and like, the top end one was 300 quid. Fuck. You shouldn't be buying ships for actual money. So people have bought... That's the other thing is that, you know, these are progression-based games. You work your way up. And yet there's that sort of um, 
thrill of, yay, new ship, I've got a new ship, it's better. And people just bought it. Well, yeah, but that's the modern game of thought, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure I saw a comic about, yay, uh, you know, in the past, yay, I finally unlocked all the the content of my game, and this, yay, I finally paid for all the content of my game. (laughs) That's the present. Here's a, a an episode for the future: Elite versus Wing Commander. Ooh, uh, different uh, different you, games. Yeah, you great, can't do that comparison. You can't really compare them. They're different games, but Elite Dangerous come from Elite and Star Citizen from the guy who brought you Wing Commander. So, yeah, except for he's not doing the same sort of game anymore. No, he's doing an Elite Dangerous. Better be elite dangerous. I'm not elite dangerous. Um, Wing Commander versus Free Space. Awesome. So one day I may make you play it because it also has a full co-op campaign. Okay. One thing for the future. Maybe we'll stream it. You never know. I don't know who's going to watch that, but in someone. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm so, pretty sure we've got one fan who's like a Norwegian sheep herder just sitting there alone. He doesn't actually play games. He just listens to podcasts. That's you putting on an accent. <laughs> not sure I can do a Norwegian accent. I mean, I can, I, I, I'm not sure I can do oh, my I'm own so accent. I'm not sure I could do a Norwegian sheepherder. <laughs> no, I am very certain I could do a Norwegian sheepherder if uh, he was pretty enough. So, Alan, why don't you? If you didn't smell a sheep, <laughs> why don't you tell us about Elite Dangerous? Since you've already told us about Elite, um. I well, first of all, I think that we've not covered um, elite properly. I'm just topping up my wine. <laughs> okay, and twirling his mustache <laughs> with his monocle in. I don't think you've covered elite to the fullest of its ability. Carry on. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, I, I'm just saying that we haven't really covered elite. It's a very deep game. Um, on no, I mean, <laughs> it, it it's is. very wire-free. It was incredibly deep for the time, but it's not yeah. anymore. <laughs> um, the new game is, in, in, in all honesty, I'd say it's quite a faithful recreation. They've done a few things that, you know, I mean, it's just elite with really good graphics. They've advanced a lot of things. Um, you start off in a much smaller ship and you actually chain ships, which you never did in the original one, which is something I actually always thought, like, thought it would be great to be in like an anaconda or something like that, but um, I haven't actually got that far. I'm still stuck in a Cobra Mark Three. One amusing um, thing is that you did you did an Elite Two, but in Elite Two you had to buy crew members because the other ships were bigger and require extra crew. Just capture slaves. <laughs> That's what I used to do. Um, you trade. Um, you know, you, you've got choices of how you make your money, which is something, actually, I think on the original you didn't. On, the, on this one, you got a choice of uh, trading, piracy, or um, bounty hunting. Now, technically, on the original one, you could make some money from bounty hunting, but you never made enough to actually do anything real, really good with. You also, there was also no method of going to hunt. It was pure yeah, you just, attacked you. Yeah. You literally just went out into the middle of nowhere and hoped somebody attacked. You were pirate baiting? Look at me over here all on my lonesome. I do hope nobody jumps out to attack me. Oh, look, I'm just a fat old cargo container. Oh, no. Um, it, I mean, it's good. It, it's a good game. It, it's, it's a good. It, it's 
I was really worried um, that it was going to have like shit combat, but it's actually very nice combat, very good. You know, you got a lot of uh, personalization in the weapons you can have. Uh, obviously, as your ship advances, you got to buy new weapons and new shields and new stuff. But you got you got quite a lot of personalization as to how you do that. You can you know build something up for your own uh, uh, fighting style. If you're a really good shot, then you don't need to, you. You can go for the target stuff. If you're a bit of a lazy ass like me, you can go for gimbals so that everything just automatically targets. And all you got to do is have the the fucker vaguely on the screen to blow the shit out of them. Um, you, you, or you can have you can go really really lazy and have turrets, so you don't even have to press the fire button. How fucking lazy are you? Um, I oh my god, I forgot about the mamba. A ship, I assume. Yes, it's a ship. <laughs> the space mamba. <laughs> I like the barrel or the boulder. Are these actual ships? Or are you just making up words? No, no, it's no, just... no off that chart. The boulder looks an awful lot like the adder, doesn't it, really? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the problem with wireframe drawings. <laughs> At certain angles, they all look pretty alike. Hmm. They had escape capsules. Yes, you used to. You you if you got if you blew up without an escape capsule or without pressing spacebar, I think. Oh no, escape! Aha! How how fitting for an escape capsule. You pressed escape and you jumped into escape capsule, which was particularly annoying if you pressed it by accident because it didn't like say, "Are you sure?" It just <laughs> shot you. Escape. Out. Could you get back to your ship? No, no, you were. No, you, no, it's you not just like loaded the up in the, new, in the nearest space station. With a ship with everything except your cargo and another escape capsule, so you had to replace the escape capsule. And if you had a full cargo cold, which sometimes you did, with almost all your money invested, you were fucked. I do remember one time being really, really annoyed because I just accidentally hit escape. Or wasn't my brother being a bastard? And my only is you couldn't change your ship. Yes, you were stuck with the Cobra Mark III, but that was okay because the Cobra Mark III was awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who says I wasted my childhood? I can name the ships off Elite. <laughs> You're going to have long clips of that inserted throughout this audio. <laughs> I appreciated that they, they, they went back and they, they've used most of the old ships. Most of the old ship designs are in there. Um, the trading is a lot more complex than it used to be, but then I would have kind of expected there to be some progression. It's now a bit of a bugger to try and figure out whether something's going to sell, whereas in the old one, you used to, used to look, if it was an industrial world and you were in an agricultural world, you took uh, food to it if you were in a... Uh, if you're in an industrial world looking at another industrial world, you didn't bother taking anything to it because you were pretty much guaranteed not to make a profit. So it's basically you just went from industrial to agricultural to industrial to agricultural. Um, in this one, you've got to try and figure out what's selling where and who needs what. and You can make a lot of money out of it, but it's a bit more of a pain in the ass. The internet. <laughs> there are literally web pages where you put, I'm in this system, I'm willing to travel 20 light years, find me the best trade. Ah, Unless you're willing to use the internet, which obviously wasn't available back the other day, but in the, in, in, <laughs> back in the Dizzy, all you had to do was figure out. Can't do that when you say the phrase yourself. Sure, I can't, because neither are you two fuckers will. 
Um, uh, you just you just look you used to look at whether you were industrial or agricultural, and you stocked accordingly. And of course, the other question is, when's Elite Dangerous going to introduce the Fargoids? Yes, that was something I was thinking as well. There, there already kind of is. Have you ever actually read the mission descriptions for missions you're not allowed to take because your rank isn't great enough? <laughs> no. I, you know I how you're them. shit at the game? Well, if well, you weren't shit at the game, you'd be reading these things. Yeah, carry on. If you go read some of the mission descriptions for the Elite Exploration missions, some are really weirdly worded. Stuff about finding ancient lost artifacts and stuff. Yeah. But I've seen those missions I'm able to get. The stuff like go and blow somebody up and steal that. <laughs> go blow somebody off and steal that. Wrong game. <laughs> what game is that? Now we're bears. Now, actually, <laughs> I swear to God, um, I remember on the original instruction manual I had, it mentioned something. Because you, you didn't just have humans, whereas I think this one's just humans. But in the other one, you had felines and insectoids and uh, lizard reptiles and they used to have like descriptive words like tall short skinny thin fat so sometimes you'd go to a system and it would be inhabited entirely by short fat furry felines um and and i remember in the instruction manual it said something about this is so really horrific but i'm sure it said something about like certain feline races and insisting on um the tr- the transfer of bodily fluids uh, for each um, for any business partnership. I swear that was in there somewhere. It's got here that there was bird forms and fibby boyoids, <laughs> felines. Um, to win the confidence of a feline alien is almost invariably to be invited to mate. So a certain aloofness is recommended. Yes, I said it. I said it. They definitely said you had to have sex oh. with the cats. <laughs> All traders have advice to wear body suits to prevent secretions of sweat from triggering a feeding response among these hostile and enigmatic life forms. And there's insectoids. In dealing with any alien life form for the purpose of trade, there are three cardinal rules. Learn the body language of the alien race, cover up your body scent, and beware of carapace concealed weapons. Racists. So <laughs> none of these are in... No, no. And well, they might that... be. We don't really get to know the other species. Of... Yeah, but, I mean, again, it was in the description of the system. It would always tell you who inhabited it. But all you see, and, like, all the all the politicians, they're all humans. So Saying that, if they, yeah, if they do bring it in, the power play thing is going to look incredibly racist. It's it's when all the furries run to the, um, you know, the, the feline sector to uh, become business partners. Right, so have you covered the original Elite enough? Because you didn't really say much before we jumped under Dangerous. Uh, and you are the defender of Elite. Well, well, the other thing I would say is on the original Elite, as I said, um, bounty hunting wasn't really a, a viable option. You were stuck with trading. And I do remember when you started, you were stuck. You pretty much did a the Diso Listai run, which is just going back and forth between this, the, the one of the systems you started in and its nearest non... Oh, I think it was I industrial neighbor. And you used to do that again and again and again and again and again. Yeah, literally, I think I, you do that for about two months. <laughs> They're almost two solid months of gameplay to get yourself a docking computer. Oh, thank God. Then you got yourself an escape pod and you upgraded your weapons and... And then once you had that and a good round of cash, you pissed off another galaxy to start blowing crap up. So it was basically like... Three months of intensive pre- preparation before you'd go off and start fighting. Another thing I missed about the original is you could mount guns 
fall aft left and right and you could fight uh, while running away um, by switching to your aft visual you could steer yourself but every the controls are reversed and going if you went to the left or the right to, to, to fight then oh god just figuring out what direction you were pushing was just you you really needed to to, to be obsessed with the game to, to figure that out but you used to used to fight from any direction once you got once you had the cash to to buy it i do, do remember I, I, that was my preferred method of fighting was to run away and as they chased me shoot out my ass well, well, bringing a gimmick from the last back in the day. So, can you describe the original Elite in three words? Space trading simulator. <laughs> well, very, very apt, not very imaginative. Alan? You only gave me three words. Um... Just pure awesome. <laughs> and Elite Dangerous? Yeah. Okay. Sort of. Incredibly polished Elite. <laughs> by, by the way, I'm counting sort of as one word, even though technically it's two. <laughs> or you can do the slang sorter. Sorter. Is Elite Dangerous a good game? And could it be a good game if Elite never existed? Um, yes, and time paradox. They wouldn't have made a sequel at least. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not going to argue paradoxes. I'm just going to say yes and yes. It is a good game. It's not a great game. The original Elite was a great game. This is a good game. And yes, it would be a good game regardless. I think it might be a game that we learn to love later on when they've introduced a few more um, things to do. But for now, it's it's a good game. Have we already answered that? Because then you've never played the original Elite and you've enjoyed Elite Dangerous. Elite Dangerous is alright. <laughs> I feel that you guys like Elite Dangerous a lot more than I like Elite, Elite Dangerous and I think that's nostalgia for Elite because Elite Dangerous, it's it's okay, it's cool. The one thing I will say is most of the reviews for it, it is generally positively reviewed, but... There is a lot of people complaining that they're bored with it because there isn't enough. There isn't enough flashy things to hold their attention or enough stuff to do. There isn't enough characterization. That, that's kind of true because I've got we've we've all got heavy ships now, asps and vultures, and yeah, we're all at the five slash six million mark. We've all got actually more because you got the equipment for that ship. Oh, we're all at the ten million mark. And after that, the next combat ship is the Imperial Clipper, 22 million. And that requires you to have friendship with the Imperials. Federal dropship, 37 million. And the Orca, 48 million. So now the gap to the next ship is a biggie. Will we get that far? I, at the moment, I don't think we will. Because even though we've got this thing to try with combat zones, as the three of us, it's still... Okay, would we care to get there? Are we not burning out already? Are we not running out of things to do? I think I th we are in the present state. I think, yeah, I think we're waiting for something new to make it interesting. I think Certainly, none of us are going to get the 56 million required for a Python, and none of us are going to get to the 146 million required for an Anaconda. I think I would say that when, when I look at um, the original Elite, it 
it took the limitations of early computing and really stretched it out and went for it. The new game, I'm not saying it's not you know making new boundaries, passing new boundaries, but it's nowhere near as far-reaching as, as the the the, uh, the original. And um, I I would actually argue that what boundaries does the new elite push? It it's pretty much just a tick box list of the original elite. Well, I think just creating the galaxy it's created is actually quite a big accomplishment. But um, yeah, I suppose whether that's, that's necessarily really available and they have you know they actually they don't have to procedurally generate things they can actually have large databases yeah I suppose yeah I can't think I mean I'm I've put we put about 100 hours into the game possibly more we've put I'm being I'm being very cynical there saying the game is nothing more than a tick box exercise of the original (laughs) but I played it for over 100 hours so I I can't really say uh, god this game is terrible I've played it to death (laughs) I I, I, would say, I wouldn't say it's a bad game. I think it's a good game. I just think the original one you know, was reaching out there into something. It took it took a very basic level of computing, and I think also, as Ben said, um, the 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 feeling of the era. You know, we we didn't have all the other games that we had to play. You know. You you, you did a lot of platforming games because that was. <laughs> I, I mean, I I yeah. I mean, I I remember you know it was you know play Chucky Egg or play Elite, play Star Four Seven or play Elite, and it was always Elite I went back to, and I didn't mind that it was a slow game. I could read a book while traveling to a planet, you know. Um, but yeah. now I expect more from gaming. I expect a lot more. Well, I expect to be constantly really entertained. That's actually one thing that really bugged me at the present Elite Dangerous. Is like every time I go into jump, it's like, ah, I just pause to have a drink or something to eat or check this paragraph that I'm reading. And holy crap, the sun! <laughs> yes. <laughs> every time you jump in Elite Dangerous, it's like you've got to be paying attention because you're going to be flying into the sun. Not just that, you get interdicted every five fucking minutes. And I, I'm sure that was a design decision, saying that, hey, how can we make it so people don't look away when hyperspace jumping? <laughs> Okay, so when you guys first played Elite Dangerous, because obviously in the back of your mind you had Elite, and you bought Elite Dangerous not because it was promising to be an amazing game, but because it was the resurrection of Elite. What was the first? What was your first impressions? Was it a letdown? Did you like it? Did you think this was a work in progress? <laughs> See, all I remember I is my you... first impressions. I was on the. I was actually on the open play server, and I was watching people crash as they tried to talk, and I thought, "Wow, they got that in." <laughs> so, <laughs> this is literally, yeah, okay. Well, docking always was like deadly, <laughs> um, and it still is. I mean, that is one of the funniest things you can do: watch the newbies try and dock. Like, oh my god, what the fuck am I doing? I'm dead. Every time I launch from a station, my first time in a day is going to be dangerous. <laughs> Elite. <laughs> I I remember on the original manual I had, I'm sure it said something about first person to get rank elite and send them a copy of their save file to prove it won something like I don't know it was a hundred or a thousand pounds 
they did that for the new one as well. Yeah, they did, I'm sure that I know they did that on the new one. I just I, I remember I think they did that on the original as well, and it was kind of awesome. And by the time I got it, there was no way to to win it. I'm sure some probably team of people playing continuously eventually won that prize this time. Uh, it's not in the manual I'm looking at, but the manual I'm looking at was for a later version. It's for the Acorn, so that probably been won, but I think I vaguely remember that too. Well, the Acorn would have been after the BBC. Because the the Acorn, Acorn had even, colours. Well, not, not only that, the, the Acorn, even though it was, wasn't was as good, as it was, the, was it the Acorn or the Acorn Electron? Uh, an Acorn with colours. <laughs> okay. That, in that case, it would be a different P- PC. That would be the... Because the, there was the Acorn Electron, which was after the BBC, but actually less powerful than the BBC. It was released and it was, in 1984. during the original game came out in 19... What? 78, wasn't it? Well, it was 1984. <laughs> 1984. Let's <laughs> not oversell how great they were. Oh, my God. Falcon Delancey Spaceways. <laughs> I love the fact that it describes the interior as well. An interior which you never see. <laughs> Ironically, you do now. And I don't know if you've actually done it, but middle mouse button, you can look around your cockpit. Yes, I have, but you still... I mean, it's not like you go back to see the bunk beds and... It's actually... Food dispensing and waste disposal facilities. One thing here... Oh, well, you can do that in Star Citizen, which might be interesting, but one thing this game has got, it's probably one of the few games where I've thought, wow, um, virtual reality would make this game better. Sin Pleasure Relaxer Pads and videos. (laughs) That's apparently in your living quarters. I didn't realise it came with your own wank machine. (laughs) Um, That's also going to be in Starship (laughs) (laughs) Sin. We can't confirm that. (laughs) Well, all I'm saying is that's why Long that's what space journeys. Sin pleather relax sin pleasure relaxer pads just sounds like porn to me. Um, now with bears. Now with bears. <laughs> I want that to voice. <laughs> I'll just I'll copy and paste that in any time anybody says anything. So like after it'll just be now with bears. <laughs> oh man, that's. It was an awesome game. But yes, I, I would love to play Elite with an optical. Oh, the Rift. Oculus Rift? Oculus, that's the one. You'd love to play the Rift? You're on the wrong podcast. For this <laughs> you, 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 you missed, missed Lotro. Lotro. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was thinking of the Optimus Rift, which is where Optimus Prime got reality technology. I. <laughs> <laughs> The right of all sentient beings is to have virtual reality. <laughs> so, the, one of the negative things that most people seem to have to say about it is that it's full of repetition and, in their own words, devoid of content. Elite always sort of tried to have realism at heart, and I suppose Elite Dangerous is going for the same thing. Do you think that's putting people off? Do you think they would do better if they added some... I don't want to use the term fantasy, but you know that sort of fantastical Elite adventures one wasn't Newtonian physics. Elite two was, and I think Elite is, I think it's real Newtonian physics, but with thrusters that defy them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with it's going Elite on. Elite Frontier had the real, genuine 
fly at your enemy, shoot them for a bit, and then spend 30 seconds turning around to get another pass. So, yeah, people wouldn't be quite happy with that sort of gameplay. I vaguely remember the Elite 2 of the combat could be a bit of a slog at times. But do you think in this day and age they should have gone for something a little more bombastic? They couldn't. They're in. A, they're actually in a no-win situation because if they had gone for anything other than what they've gone, people would have bitched that it wasn't elite. Yeah, it wouldn't be. They elite. were. In, they're literally in a no-win scenario because the thing that made elite great is actually kind of dull by today's standards. And the thing it was floated it on Kickstarter. It's nostalgia. Yeah. So they they were in a position, and I think actually what they've done is quite good. What the way they've done it, they've kept a lot of the the, the, the thing, but they've increased you know combat and, and and you know basically you don't have to do the trading thing because in the original need as I said two to three months trading before you could do anything really fun. Um, in this one, you can go out and start blowing crap up straight away and earn money for it and start. Increasing your well, I say straight away. I mean, you start out with shit lasers and a shit chip, but you can never go. Um, you, you you couldn't do that in the original. I do uh, really want them. They said they'd add um, the ability to have multiple pilots, and I kind of wanted to add that because I would like to try piracy. But yeah, you don't want to destroy all the months of yeah, all work. the rep we've got at the moment, and that is one downside. So, if you were to speak to David Braben, and talk to him about his game, and you had his ear, and he wasn't screaming because you weren't squeezing it too hard. What? What would we'll you call s- it for security? <laughs> what, what would and you then s- he probably doesn't have security. <laughs> security <laughs> or Marjorie? Um, Marjorie. He'll yell anything you want if you squeeze his ear hard enough. <laughs> what would you say to him? To improve his game, increase overall in playability or enjoyment, or get more people in. I would like it to fix all the myriad small bugs. I probably would just say, you know, thanks for creating a great game that was a important part of my childhood. Um, I don't think they can ever capture what was to be the original elite. And I think trying to chase that is uh, is a myth. They they was it jumped the shark really early, like t- thirty years ago. Um, Are you using that phrase because when Gary and I used it, you were like, "They jumped the what? What the hell is that supposed <laughs> to mean?" <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to be down with the kids. We're the kids now. Yeah, you are the kids. Weezed the kids. You were born when this game was released. It's true, I was. Um, Not on the exact same day, that would be weird. (laughs) Not related. (laughs) But what would you say to him to... Because like you said, you can't remake Elite. They've made this. Where should they go with it? Bring the Thargoids in, I suppose. Bring some sort of storyline. They can't Um, bring storyline to it because it's a full... Multiplayer, which well, yeah, but they've got a they've got galactic politics with an overarching story, so they can have a an alien invasion story. Power play. I suppose they could do something like aliens take over a system and players have to fight to get it back. But events events would be quite good. 
Yeah. Get all the players in. You mean like a festive holiday season event? We we would never turn up to it. It was gets, but <laughs> it sounds like fun. Um, and they did do the space station that has frosters on it. Um, I suppose, given the fact that they've kind of gone halfway to creating a space MMO, they could create things like guilds and stuff and allow people to have their own walls. Ironically, they said they deliberately don't want to do that. Well, I would but say good, because I would just wings, be Eve. I bet people have been asking for larger or the ability to form raids to them, and they've literally said no. I mean, that's that's fair enough. All I'm, all I'm saying is, um, you're not going to, you're never going to reclaim what Elite was originally because it was something that is far more than the actual game it was. You know, it was, it was an idea. It was in people's imaginations and. You're just never gonna get that again. So, just try and make something fun. And I mean, the game is relatively fun. Like I said, I mean, it, you, you you said that the, if if they had like space walls and stuff, it'd just be elite. Sorry, it'd just be Eve. I've played Eve. Eve combat is the worst. It is just a terrible, terrible, dull combat system. Switch your guns on. Select the target range. Select fire. Then just sit around orbiting slowly while you very pim 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 pim. Eventually, something pim? in the distance goes boom. No, I'm not drunk on pim. I'm drunk on wine. I'm out of wine. I've drank a full bottle of wine. <laughs> That's the last drop. <laughs> um, in the world. Right. So, would you recommend Elite Dangerous to somebody who may not know? Anything to do with Elite? Somebody didn't know anything to do with Elite, but they liked space games and they. Uh, yeah, I, I would find out a bit more about their preferences first. But yeah. If I believed it was matching. What's them? your favourite colour? Well, <laughs> <laughs> if they're into flight simulators and space combat, then there is actually quite. You know, there's stuff that you can do there. It's, it's enjoyable. It's, it's not lock myself in my room to such an extent that my parents have to talk to me about excessive masturbation enjoyable it's just enjoyable i don't even know where that is on the scale of enjoyability <laughs> well i was trying to figure out if he was talking about the talk from his parents was the enjoyable bit <laughs> no the the the, the, the talk from my, with my parents was definitely not enjoyable <laughs> but it's <laughs> that awkward that 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 thing where he, it's so good, even though it was dull. In you know, dull. Even though it was by by today's standards, slow, dull. And, I'm just uh, thinking about masturbation when you say that. <laughs> even by today's standards, it's slow, <laughs> lumbering, hey, uh, uh, creaky. It, <clears throat> Things have progressed, and the, and the art of, of mass masturbation. masturbation. Yes, None exactly. of this is getting used. <laughs> <laughs> what? Randomly inserting the phrase "now with bears" during the. <laughs> you think that's going to become our sensor button? So when anybody says anything, it just shouts out "now with bears." <laughs> <clears throat> right. So moving away from masturbation, we would you never recommend? Move away from masturbation. Would you recommend masturbation to somebody? Who had no idea what elite was? <laughs> well, I asked them what their preferences. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yes, I, I kind of I would recommend masturbation to somebody who doesn't know what elite was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not the other way around. <laughs> I, I, I would recommend elite and masturbation to somebody who doesn't know what masturbation elite is. <laughs> oh God, is that a mod? <laughs> Possibly. Frame shift drive charging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that mod and that voice quote would be in the same game. <laughs> right, so one last time, would you recommend Elite Dangerous or even the original Elite to anyone? People. Well, I wouldn't recommend the original Elite unless time travel was involved. Yes, I, I, I would Have say that. Age gracefully. It, 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 it's a game if you you can't go back and play. You have to have the nostalgia. And even then, you you need to actually get like a Commodore 64 um, and play it on that because you can't play it on a modern system. It just doesn't translate. It never has. You need one of those joysticks that were, not, that were designed and made before the word ergonomic existed. <laughs> Is that the one with all the spikes around the side? And... <laughs> no, but... what? All the C64 joysticks were basically a stick of a ball on the end. I'm sorry, I'm going right back to masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they called them joysticks. <laughs> the pleasure sticks. Yes, they were all penis-shaped. <laughs> yes, they were all incredibly uncomfortable for long periods of time. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> You say we can't have an adult conversation about joysticks. <laughs> well, we can't. <laughs> right, it's so... Okay. I just want you to use as much of that as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I will consider it. Come on, just just think of poor, you know, Manuel, he... the Norwegian sheepherder. Oh, he's called no, Manuel I'm... now, is he? I, 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 don't, I don't know why he's called Manuel. Maybe I was thinking of poor Izzy. What on earth are you going to do to her? Jeez. That would be weird. All this talk about masturbation and she I'm isn't here to join in. Did the BBC have a joystick? I she, can, she can join in with her own joystick, just as long as she doesn't touch mine. Let's do a search for the phrase BBC joystick. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, no, it was slightly better than the C64, but still, those things were not designed for your comfort. Ribbed for your pleasure, right? Okay, so is there anything else? Not oh, masturbation. There's a picture of the Speed King. That was the joystick I had. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God! Is there anything else, not masturbation-related, joystick or innuendo-related? I have a picture of my joystick. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <coughs> I'm out of wine as well. <laughs> Is there anything else on Elite Dangerous that you would like to say? Um, if somebody likes a space simulator game, it's great. It, it is, as I said, it is an okay game. If you enjoy space combat, you'll probably enjoy it. Don't get your hopes up too much. It's 
you can never res- go back. Uh, um, I, I, I do kind of enjoy the irony that um, the original Elite was so great because it was all about looking forward. And they kind of made this game because it's all about looking back. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, game based on nostalgia. Yeah, it, it, it is. Um, ah, feck my uh, plugs just fell out. How good I am at master bit sort of plug. Keep them in your ears. <laughs> it was a good game. It never gonna quite make up to the greatness of the original. It's I'm trying to think of um some sort of comparison. It's not Indiana Jones 4, though, right? It's not Indiana Jones 4, it's not The Phantom Menace, either. That's what I was trying to think. I suppose it's Battlestar Galactica. If you wanted... Although that was those terminologies, it would be Indiana Jones 2 redone, or remastered. The Blu-ray release of Indiana Jones 2. In full HD. Somehow. Indiana Jones 2 wasn't that great, either. But it's... Better than I would have said, Indiana Jones three remastered. It is no way a sequel. Fair enough. <laughs> right, so that's it. No other things you want to say about Elite? Nothing I want to say about Elite or Perfect. masturbation. Elite or Elite masturbation, which is you know masturbating at a new level. Elite dangerous. Oh, now you see that 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 that, that I wouldn't recommend, you know, because you know you get hurt. And, I'm you know not quite I, sure what elite masturbation is. Well, you're not doing it right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I'm more at the competent level. <laughs> at least I'm past novice and harmless. <laughs> Mostly aimless. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright, we have to stop this before we kill well, the next level of elite, It's master, dangerous, and elite. And I don't think dangerous. <laughs> can you be a master at masturbation? <laughs> can you be dangerous? <laughs> you can definitely be dangerous. Can you be deadly at masturbation? <laughs> we'll be a rather poor assassin. <laughs> oh, jeez. Right, I'm calling this here. <laughs> 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 well, you got you got a twenty minute uh, sentence, uh, twenty minute set on masturbation there. You have got this has been a ninety minute recording, and I'm pretty sure you've got half an episode on masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the review of that. <laughs> Back in the day, episode three, masturbation. <laughs> but now you have to talk about the history of it. <laughs> the masturbation, <laughs> the first recorded incident of masturbation. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, um, and of course, but, you have to do all the research. <laughs> the hands on research. I think I've done most of that research already. Um, I mean, I know, for example, that I'm pretty sure our closest relatives, which are the bonobo chimps, they masturbate. And they masturbate each other. And they fence with penises. And More stuff that won't be used in the Elite episode. <laughs> you are not going to use penis Just fencing. Just the primers. <laughs> this week, penises. 
would you recommend them to someone else? <laughs> Why, yes, I would. <laughs> Hello, and welcome one. to Gramerhoods back in the day. Today we look back at <laughs> something of great importance to some of the Gramers. Penises. I don't think they'll be looking back either. They'll be looking forward. Although I suppose that depends on this. <laughs> Just go back to something said on Rainbow. If you haven't got one, ask a friend if you can play with his. <laughs> Rainbow. I can't remember the theme for Rainbow. Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Got you covered on that bit. Flying high. Do do sky. Eating a pie. That's all I can remember. I think you're going slightly wrong. I've drank a full bottle of wine and I'm talking about masturbation. So. Rainbow. So, Alan, if people wanted to throw suggestions, ideas, or complain, what would you recommend they do, other than masturbate? <laughs> I was going to say fuck off if you want to complain, but um, if people want to contact us to um, comment, you can do so on Facebook at Grimmerhood, and you can also do so on Twitter, also at Grimmerhood. Or to me personally, uh, at Alan D. Swearbear, all one word. Um, I think other people have them, but I haven't bothered to memorise theirs, because who gives a fuck about theirs? And quite frankly, mine is the better one. I've got all of 215 followers now. I mean, yeah, I know. They're all bots, I'm sure. There's no actual people on the internet. No, no, nobody on Twitter following me has actually paid any attention to anything I've said. Um, if you would like to send me... Oh, us pie recipes, cake recipes. I'm expanding to cakes because cakes are awesome. Izzy, uh, Izzy wants pie recipes too now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started the thing. If you, if you want to make Izzy happy, send us some pie recipes. Um, you can do so uh, at grimmerhood at gmail.com. That's our email address. Um, I'm pretty sure I've gone through all our social media type things now. Uh, probably. We only have three, which is Facebook at grimmerhood. Um, oh, we're also on iTunes now because we're hip and cool and stuff. Oh, yes, and we have something else now as well, some other thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have a thing, we're just also listed on Pod Directory. There you go, we're on Pod Directory. Whatever that is, we're on it. <laughs> Hooray! With hipness and coolness and stuff. With all you kids with your something and other stuff. Yeah, it does come up yeah. if you Google you... the phrase Graymer Hut. Oh yeah, um, we're, we're there. Just Google yeah. Grimmerhood. You can see pictures of Adam's My kids. God. It's not terrifying in the slightest. That's right. Google us and our asps. <laughs> no, don't Google our asps. Although the seventh thing, no, the sixth thing is our Hitbox account. Oh, I thought we were oh yeah, we sometimes that. stream. Oh, oh, oh wow. Um, our eighth thing is our Ark Survival server. We, hey, there we go. Scary, yes, Gary and I are currently playing Ark, and you can currently not join our server because it's private. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently we rank as the 7,340th popular server in the world. Ah, yeah, all two of us playing that server. <laughs> I didn't realise it was publishing it, but apparently it is. That's pretty terrifying. Yes, so that's that. Look out for more that later. Yeah.
Boy. Oh. I think my version was pretty good. I think it was accurate now I've heard it. Thank you. So, <laughs> would you recommend Alan's version of Rainbow Theme <laughs> to someone who hasn't heard the Rainbow Theme? <laughs> Yes. 